Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. And good evening, everyone. Welcome to Take Two Radio, Soaps and Review. I'm Candace, your first officer of the Starship T2R, filling in for Captain Pam, who has the case of the sickies. Hope you feel better, Pam. Love you. Lieutenant Anthony is traveling the soap galaxy, but joining me are Lieutenant David. Hi. <laughs> How are you? And Lieutenant. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> And, of course, the fierce, the fabulous Lieutenant Carolyn. Thank you for the intro. Never been it called a so lieutenant before. I have a new title. Okay. You know, it's just, you know, a little something, something. Hope you have having a and good week thus far. Okay. You can introduce our guest now. He has arrived. Okay. Tonight we are yes. joined by TV and movie actor Michael Swan, who has appeared on some of your favorite primetime series and appeared in the movie Friday the 13th, Jason Lives. However, daytime fans will remember him as Duncan on As the World Turns and as Adam on The Bold and Beautiful. Tommy is playing Daniel Tess on the Pure Flick series, Hilton Heads Island. Please welcome Michael Swan to the show. Hello. Hello. Hi, Michael. How are How you doing? Doing good. We're, doing good. We're, all doing, we're all doing good, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's a little hot here in L.A., but, you know, it's hot in lots of places, so we just try and stick around where there's air conditioning. I hear Amen that. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. It is, it, well, it's that time of the year, but obviously in Los Angeles, and you're not, you haven't been affected by the fires, correct? Uh, well, there's a fire down here, but it's not close to us. And then there's a fire up north close to uh, the family digs up in the wine country. But they seem mm. to be getting that stuff under control. That's good. That is good. That is some good news. Well, I... I mean, this for me, I'm going to be kind of go off the track real quick. This is an honor for me, personally, because, I, like I said, as of all times, I grew up watching it with my great-grandmother and my mother. So to talk to you, sir, is an honor and a privilege. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. My pleasure, Lassie. <laughs> so we we got a lot to cover. So we're going to talk, obviously, about the current series, Hilton Heads Island, and Carolyn has a few questions for you. Okay. Hi, Michael. How are you? Okay. <laughs> um, I'm Carolyn Barefoot Blonde on uh, Twitter, but I couldn't find you on Twitter. I don't use you... Twitter. Oh, okay, okay. 
I leave Twitter entirely up to Donald Trump. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, we won't go there. <laughs> I'm pretty much. Uh, I'm pretty much an Instagram guy. I'm not even much of a oh. Facebook guy anymore. Even though I know oh. Facebook owns Instagram, I just like the platform better. It's faster. There's not as much politics, and uh, I'm, I'm, I just I've been sticking to Instagram lately, and that's about it. Oh, and is it, uh, are you under uh, your name, Michael Swan? Swan actor. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a pleasure uh, talking to you. I've been a fan since the late '80s when you were playing Duncan on As the World Turns, and this is this is a thrill for me. <laughs> oh, and, okay. and, it, and it's well, great to you. talk to a boomer. We're boomers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, could you tell us how you got uh, to play the part of uh, Daniel on Hilton Head Island? How that came about? I came about from a phone call, um, asking me, uh, telling me about the project and asking me if I would uh, consider doing it. And uh, we talked about it, and it sounded, um, because of the technology that's being used, uh, we're doing a lot of experimental stuff technically, and that fascinated me. And uh, so I said, and I read uh, some of what was there, I said, sure, let's do it. It's a patriarch part. And now that I'm an old man, I guess I should start playing patriarch. <laughs> well, the, um, it, it, it looks fabulous. So when you're doing a great job, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy oh, to see that you're doing this. I'm sorry? Have you seen some of season one? Have you seen yes. some of season yes. one? Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The first, yeah. As you know, the first part of season one, I, it was rough work for me because... My character had a stroke in the first episode, so for right. <laughs> six or seven episodes, I just got to lie in bed and listen to people. <laughs> kind of easing your way in. <laughs> that was great fun, yeah. They paid me, yeah. I actually fell asleep a couple of times. <laughs> uh, could you explain um, what a face-based soap opera is and how it differs from like a... A face base. It, that, that's how they're promoting it. Face base. Well, Netflix, as you know, is a face base. It's basically Netflix, uh, a face based Netflix. So, what Netflix is, and there's a, believe me, a huge audience um, of people that want positive content, um, okay. content that actually can uh, give uh, uh, philosophically instructive and forward-looking, positive reinforcement to people, um, which PureFlix does. And basically, Hilton Head Island is basically a dynasty, but it takes place on Hilton Head. And every once in a while, you know, a character, characters will be in turmoil and there will be conflicts. And we will refer uh, Wink Martindale, good old Wink Martindale, uh, yes. plays our family pastor, Oh, and every once in a while, okay. he'll give the folks in the family some good advice and some ideas and philosophy from the Bible. And myself, as the patriarch, uh, I do the same. Uh, I mean, it's not all the time. We don't hit anybody over the head with uh, 
with religion particularly, but we are there to, as family members, and imparting um, positive thoughts and constructive um, ideas to our kids. And in this case, I guess I have grandkids now. Uh, and we do it through um, ideas of faith and philosophy of religion. Well, and it's well needed uh, today with all the turmoil that's out there for sure. Amen. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you, Carolyn, for your question. You're, wel- you're welcome. So, and thank you, Michael. So, <laughs> and now it comes to me. So, Michael, back in the groovy 70s, you were part of an improv company. Can you share your experience with them and how the training helped with you in your career? Wow, you're digging back a long way. That was my first professional job. In 1968, <laughs> way before your parents were born, um, I, <laughs> there was a company in San Francisco called The Committee, <clears throat> which was an improv company. And there was a young fellow there, um, who later went on to uh, make the, uh, uh, the Robin Williams uh, went on to make uh, uh, what was the space comedy that he did? That was his first big hit after uh, after doing the committee in San Francisco, which was an improvisational company. And we in in Palo Alto had our own little improvisational company headed by Philip Schultz. Um, an actor, director, and teacher. And um, we have an improvisational company in, in, uh, at, in, in, the, in the attic of a bar uh, in <laughs> downtown Palo Alto uh, called the Illegitimate Theater. And uh, Phil and a couple other members of the company made it to the Johnny Carson show I didn't make it uh, that trip, but like I said, that was my first professional job in, in, in improv in 1968. That was 50? Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> it was yesterday. So, anyway, yeah, it was yesterday. Improv is great because it's, it's, great, uh, it's great training. It helps you think on your feet and helps you add two scenes get ideas during scenes. It's just, um, you know, it's uplifting. Uh, and it's, it's a uh, wonderful training in being positive. Uh, we used to say when we were doing improv, you know, we never say no. Mm. That's, a good, that's a good lesson right there. Never say mm, no. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just now, go for it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. She for the stars. What what do you got to lose? Just pushing it. Um, now, of course, many still fans know you from your years on As the World Turns, Duncan. What were some of your memorable moments from the show? Oh. <laughs> I was there almost 10 years. Um, I have so many memorable, fun, funny, great moments with uh, Maggie Reed, who played Shannon, 
with uh, Tamara Tooney, uh, who played Jessica, with Colleen Zink, with uh, so many members of the cast. That, uh, I mean, we had a great time on that show. And uh, across the street uh, was uh, Jimmy Armstrong's saloon. And that was my office, my home away from home. Oh. So, you know, we, a lot of us would uh, make the trip uh, to across the street to the corner and uh, and uh, and share the day's fun. And uh, I mean, so many great stories. I got. You know, uh, I, I can't just even sing. Off. I guess probably the most fun, extraordinary thing that Drunk, Drunken McKechnie did was we did a. Uh, a location shoot in Puerto Rico where uh, my character got to run around with his shirt off for a couple of weeks. <laughs> so <laughs> we all got a kick out of that, running running through the jungle. Hmm. It, was a tough li- it was a tough life. <laughs> well, it was yeah. a tough life. And I, I, I think that's when we, when we killed Tonio for the first time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, I use the phrase memorable moments, and one memorable moment that as World Turns fans will remember was when Duncan received the famous Shannon Shunken head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would say I have to be completely on. I because I I like I said I grew up watching soap so. As a young child watching that, that was like, wow, can they really do <laughs> well, that in real life? So this it was a tough job because the uh, the evil uh, Lilith McKechnie had shrunk Shannon's head, and we were doing the scene <laughs> and the props handed me a tennis ball that had hair on it. <laughs> oh. And I had to remote I, I had to remote over this tennis ball with hair on it and pretend <laughs> that it was Shannon's shrunken head. Yeah. That was a memorable <laughs> moment. Believe me. <laughs> I mean, to this day to this day, I, I you know, gearing up for the interview, I literally watched it again and I was just like, Wow, <laughs> like that was that was something. I mean, look, we know that soaps are all about the romance and the drama, but that was right. just one of those moments that just separated the show and the characters from everybody else. If that makes any well, sense, that was, that was part of the genius of Douglas Marlin, who was our head writer. And you know, Doug was one of the founders, really, of the genre. Yeah, he was along with, yeah. with Bill Bell and Agnes Nixon. Uh, Doug, Doug invented the character of, of Duncan McKechnie, and, uh, and I was honored that he offered me the role. And uh, I, I mean, I just went from there. I went anything Doug wanted to do was fine with me. It was my job to fulfill the writer's intention. And Doug was a genius. And some of that stuff, I mean, the, the haunted castle, uh, the shrunken head. Yeah. And then, you know, Doug got very kind of serious and uh, and sort of socially aware. And so Tamara Tooney and I 
had the first successful interracial relationship. Yeah, on, yeah, that, uh, that was yeah. And we also yeah. had the first interracial child on network television. Mm, yep, Bonnie. Bonnie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went away. I, I, Duncan went away. Went back to Scotland, and then I guess it was about six years later. Um, Bonnie, who was one when Duncan left, uh, all of a sudden was twenty years old, and they asked me to come back. <laughs> <laughs> These kids and today, they grow up so fast. And yes, they do. Daughter, yeah, yeah. So that's how soap operas work. <laughs> I think that's called S O R A S. Yeah, yeah. So that's the I and I work at a daycare and one of the parents actually today said, I really wish my kid was on the soap opera so I can avoid these terrible twos and I'm like, <laughs> like okay. I'm like, Okay, yeah. so you want them to be sixteen. It was like, no, yeah. just four. I'm like, okay. Do you still, um, Michael, do you still keep in contact with anybody from Master of All Times? You know, I do on social media. Um, uh, I, I, I have stayed in touch over the years with, uh, well, no, that's, that's all beautiful, not world turns. Um, I stay in touch with social media. I stay in touch with Maggie. Uh, uh, right. Although, you know, we're at the opposite ends of the political spectrum, I don't let that get in the way of of my respect for her. She works very hard and is very successful as an actor these days. And uh, you guys should talk to her, actually. Um, and, uh, you know, I see Martha Burns probably once a year. She comes here a few times a year, and we get together with some of her other friends like Kim Schreiner. And we had a big get-together last year um, with, oh, wow. I mean, there were a lot of people there, including um, uh, uh, Bill, uh, Josh, and, uh, uh, William. Uh, oh, he's big, big-time big actor, big-time movie actor. Um, oh, I'm having a senior moment. Uh, played, it's okay. Uh, actually, Played Lily's Lily's brother. Was it? Yeah. Okay, I think I've seen that. I think I saw that photo with everybody, like the reunion, like yeah. a little reunion. It was like on social right. media. Right. This is about a year yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, uh, oh yeah, it was great. A lot, a lot of great people. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, I like you know not to take away too much time, but it. I also wanted to point out that. Of course, obviously, when As the World Turns was canceled, that was like another big hit to a lot of daytime fans' hearts. How did you react to the news when you when you heard that As the World Turns was canceled? Well, I had been away for so long. I mean, the last episode of World Turns I did, I think, was in 2002. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went through a thing of where we thought for a minute when that was happening, that Duncan was going to come back because they were doing a whole story with um, uh, uh, Bonnie in Scotland. Uh, And so we thought Duncan would be there, but uh, somebody somewhere, you know, at the network or Procter & Gamble or something said, no, 
We're going to do it without Duncan. We only want young people. Oh. So ageism oh. kind of crept into soap operas uh, in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Everybody all of a sudden got very young all the time. Mm. Hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the youngest of this group. I'll say it. I'm proud. But I always respected the actors that were on and that gave so much to that show. And so, like, with Justin and Duncan, to see, you know, a couple that were was not the same as other couples, and it wasn't thrown – I'm, I'm going to use this not thrown in our faces every single day, but you actually saw it written as a romance, as a well-written and well-crafted storyline. Well, so, you, go back then to, you know, go back to the old pro, Doug Marlin. Doug Marlin came up with that. Yeah. And actually, you know, we had, uh, it was really well fleshed out. We even had the families. We had racial tension. We had everything between uh, Duncan's family and uh, Jessica's family. Uh, you know, it was well thought out and well fleshed out. And, um, yeah. I was sorry to see it come I... to an end, but they, the whole, uh, about the time I left is when, uh, Soaps started going to decline um, because the uh, ad agencies wanted much younger storylines, much younger actors, and they kind of snubbed their nose at their core audience, who were the baby boomers. And uh, the whole thing of you say you watched it with your grandmother and your great grandmother, uh, you know, they, they snubbed their nose at that idea. The, the original idea of soaps was intergenerational conflict and mm-hmm. so that all kind of went away and it just became stories about young romance hmm. Hmm. wow what 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 do you know because i was i was the young one and i was still like "Ooh, ah bob and kim right okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you got to enjoy it with your family yeah yeah we did. I, even, I even enjoyed it you know, like you said, like my mom, like my great grandmother. Of course, she, my, always joking around, saying that she was the she introduced everybody because she listened to it on the radio. And then when my mom was born, this tells you something. My mom was born when it started on television. So for that to then, you know, kind of like a tradition, and I think that's the great thing about soaps is, like you said, it's it's traditional. It's like it's passed on to generation and generation, and it be. does. Yeah, used to be. Yep. And the thing is, is that even now I find myself watching, you know, thank goodness for YouTube and everything, because when I go back and I watch, like, the 1980s basketball terms and 90s, you know, I just, it's just something about that time that it was just like, the, again, with Douglas, the way that he wrote, he he just he put everything together. It was about the family. It was about the conflict, but it wasn't overhyped if that makes, you know, any sense. But you makes, You're exactly correct. Right. Yeah. So. He, okay. he wrote from and his heart. Yeah, yes, he, he wrote from his heart and his soul. Well, always, he was brilliant. He was brilliant. Yeah. No question about so, it. <laughs> so my final question before we turn it over to David is, you also studied with the legendary David Alexander, who was a teacher and mentor to some of Hollywood's royalty like Jack Lemon. 
What life yep. lesson did he teach you about the art craft? <laughs> <laughs> well, so let's see. Um, I don't know if there are any life lessons that David uh, handed out, uh, except that, you know, there was a lot of craft um, that he imparted uh, because he was, he was Ilya Kazan's right hand man, and uh, so we got a lot of a lot of technique from how Kazan would direct his actors, and uh, it, it was actually fascinating. And um, yeah, up until uh, you know, up until David got ill, Lemon would call him whenever he had a role and say, "What am I going to do with this? How, how am I going to handle this?" Um, yeah, uh, uh, David coached some of the greats, Walter Matthau, um, uh, Ray Danton. Yeah, he, he was uh, uh, he was uh, a, a, a brilliant tool giver. He gave you a bag of tools to use as an actor. There you go. Well, that was my question. Thank you, Michael, for answering them. And... Now we have David, who has some questions as well. David? Okay. Michael, you have. Hi, David. How are you, sir? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. You have a couple of notables working with you on Hilton Head Island. You have Donna Mills, Crystal Hunt, Antonio Sabata, Jr., Right. What do those three bring to your table? Well, and then also this new season, season two, which is coming up in a couple months, you will see uh, Linda Gray. Sue oh. Ellen from Dallas. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we're putting together a really good show here. So you guys, you know, check out Pure Flicks. Check out uh, Hilton Head Island. A lot of good stuff going on. Um, first of all, let me say that working with Donna was a real treat because uh, when she was doing uh, Knox Landing, I was uh, doing all the spelling shows. I guest starred in Vegas with Robert Urich, um, uh, Trapper John, MD. Uh, oh, I did. God, how many? I must have done ten or twelve spelling shows and so we would always kind of be passing because Don was doing Knox Landing when I was guest starring and all that stuff and it was uh, great fun to work with her Um, she's amazing Uh, I'm not going to tell you how old she is but she looks like she's 35 I can believe that she's timeless and Antonio, you know, Antonio, unfortunately, was a victim, as I have been, of, um, of uh, political blackballing. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, and so that's why oh. Antonio is running for congressman from uh, Ventura and doing extremely oh, uh- well. 
Plus, oh, I saw him. that. Yeah. <laughs> he's such a wonderful actor. Uh, and it's fun that he's playing my oldest son. And we have a great deal of respect for each other. And, uh, you know, he kind of reminds me of me when I was 30 years younger. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can give him some pointers. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. You know, no, actors, no. Don't, actors don't really. Actors don't really give each other pointers. Unless, well, no, unless no, you work with no, somebody no. that's really, unless it's somebody that's really new, or the old. My favorite story is the story of uh, the movie Marathon Man, where Hoffman was having such a tough time getting into the scene, getting into character. He told Jolant Olivier, uh, "I'm trying to." trying to work my way into this so I get into this naturally and I get into this and it's, it really works uh, it really works it comes from deep inside Sir Lawrence Olivier just said to him why don't you try acting <laughs> good, good point yeah good point so anyway yeah actors don't, I don't give anybody pointers unless they ask for me. Um, I have a funny story about that. Years ago, I was doing an episode of Police Woman, and Joan Collins was guest starring. And uh, I actually kidnapped Joan Collins in this episode, um, which I did, I did, by the way, with Jerry Douglas before he had landed his role on... Young and the Restless. Young and the Restless, oh. As Jack Sr., yeah. Uh, so he and I were a uh, 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 pair of bad guys on this episode of Police Woman. And Joan Collins took me aside and said to me uh, in between takes, what do, you, what do you use for your acting? What do you do? Give me some tips. Oh. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I think she was just trying to pick me up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's oh my, my god, that's my that's my giving the actors tips uh, stories. Oh, well, see, Joan jo- wanted Joan wanted some pointers. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Now, my final question, there, Michael, um, is more of a philosophical type. Because you've been in the business long. Um, so, 50 years this year. Yep. So in daytime alone, what have we, have we accomplished everything and what have we accomplished? And, what, and then what do you think we have left to accomplish? Really good question. Um, you know, like I was saying, it was so interesting what was Doug was doing um, just before he passed away. He was becoming very socially conscious. So he did the whole uh, interracial story with Duncan and Jessica. And he also wrote, a back at that time, AIDS was rampant and raging. And he wrote uh, an AIDS story as well. Yeah. So there was a lot of social consciousness which somehow, I mean, I haven't watched a soap. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched a, a daytime soap in 
probably 10 years. Uh, so I don't really know what's going on. You guys can tell me. I don't know what's really going on. No, they're, but, they're, afraid, they're, afraid, they're afraid to go near the, 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 the real meaty <laughs> story. Right. I, well, I, I think it's, and it's, it's that's a vocal bad. group or something. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, the focus group, yes, the good old focus group. Don't yeah. touch that. Yeah. That's so, right. Yeah. I think that uh, we, we were going there and we were starting to do that. Certainly Douglas was. And uh, I think that when, you know, the whole thing happened, you guys know who killed uh, Soap Opera. Uh, I yeah. Think I, yeah, I have a good idea. Um, it's the key, been the key word here running is, around. The key, word here is, the key word here is killed. Yes. <laughs> Who killed soap operas is O.J. Simpson. Yes. yes. Yep, that's yes. what I've heard. The O.J. Simpson trial took the guts out of continuing daytime drama because he invented reality TV. Yes, so and and that's what happened. Uh, people with the pencils at the networks and the ad agencies said, "Look, we can do a reality show for a third of what we have to pay for a continuing scripted drama." And <clears throat> it was already starting to happen that they were looking. Uh, the ad agencies were looking for a younger and younger audience. So I mean, that's that's what happened to daytime television. Um, and it's. Uh, you know, to answer your question, we were stymied uh, right about the time that we were starting to get into uh, important social um, ideas. And before the nation became so uh, two-sided, uh, you know, uh, people were still actually talking and discussing social issues. Nobody does that anymore. And it's too bad. And I think that that would be a good forum to uh, to really kind of let's start having these discussions again, kids. They've touched on them basically, but then when you get to a certain point, they seem it seems to die down because they're afraid to go any further. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I think the important thing is just to start the discussion. Uh, I, I understand what you're saying about the focus groups, and yes, they are afraid to go any further. Um, maybe somebody will. Maybe somebody will have the um, the fortitude that Doug Marlin had, and uh, you know, kind of take a little one step over the line, as they say. Yeah, I think we have to. I mean, Mike, have, you written a, have you written have have you written a book, or are you going to write a book? I'm I'm actually <laughs> preparing to do so even as we speak. Really? Oh my goodness! You have so so many stories. Great information. You yeah, be a bestseller. Lots of stories <laughs> and, and from several different careers. So. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So I'll let you guys know when when that'll come out. But it it won't be uh, next month. It'll be more like a year or so from now. Oh, yeah, please let us know. Yeah. Can you tell us what it's going to be be about? 
<laughs> it, it, it's all about me. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's about my career and my careers, plural, um, and the people I've met and the adventures that I've had. Oh, now, are, now about your Scottish, about your Scottish accent, <laughs> when you were saying about getting originally the part for um, as the world turns, did you have to practice that that accent? The real story behind that, and I'll give you this is actually in the book. Oh, one of the true, one of the true <laughs> stories in the book is so I had been known for especially in the voiceover world here in L.A., for being able to do dialects. And so when they were considering me for World Turns, they had seen a test that I had done on um, for Guiding Light, which I had done three years prior. And so the head of daytime at CBS said, uh, look, look at this guy. What do you think of this guy? We liked him in this test. He didn't get the job. But we really like him in this test. Um, and I'm pretty sure he can do uh, accents. And so Marlon said, yeah, he's great, especially because we'd like the character to be able to do a Scottish accent. And so the night, it, they flew, I was doing, it was in Covington, Georgia, doing Friday the 13th, part six. Um, <laughs> and that's a whole other story <laughs> involving the great Tony Goldwyn. Um, I'll tell you that another time. But anyway, so uh, they flew me from Covington, Georgia, to New York to test for the part of Duncan. And the night before the test, the afternoon that I arrived in New York, I called the United Nations and got a hold of a guy from the Scottish mission. And he agreed to meet me over on the east side at an Irish bar. And uh, so I went over there and met him about 6.30 at night after he was done with his work at at the U.N. And we sat there and drank single malt scotch whiskey. And I just repeated everything he said as he said it for about two hours. And uh, that's how I really perfected the Scottish accent. Well, that's that's something. My my mother-in-law was Scottish, and she watched the show. <laughs> and oh, great. She, you were oh yeah, she was she was spot on. She was right from Scotland, from Hamilton, Scotland. <laughs> so she 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 loved she loved watching you. But but you're but not Scottish, right? <laughs> Pardon me. You're not Scottish. <laughs> no, I'm Irish. Oh, you're Irish. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, that's that's that's. Well, M- Michael, <laughs> it was such a pleasure speaking with you tonight, and yeah, I know yeah. I know we know you probably have loads of things to do, so we don't want to keep you too long. But on behalf of Candace and Carolyn and myself, we thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you, guys. It was a pleasure, and please tune in to Purefoots. And watch Hilton's Head Island. We sure, sure will. Um, Thank you so much. Thanks. Good night. Yeah. Have a good evening. Bye bye. Good night. Good night.
Well, we have a look, uh, we have a book to look forward to. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And I did not know Linda Gray was going to be on that show. Like that is just okay. Linda Gray, Donna Mills, same show. Michael Swan, Phil Hunt, Antonio. Wow. Well, all righty then. That's Linda, right yeah, there. That's she's joining in season two. That is juicy. Huh. I got to get your oh. licks. I don't care how much it costs. <laughs> now is it is it really uh is it really taped in Hilton Head? Does anyone know? Um I don't think I think it's at a studio like in Palestine. It might be, but I'm sure there's Hilton Head backdrops they'd go on location. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hilton Head's beautiful, yeah. Yeah. I have yet to it's, I've never been. <laughs> I've never been either. It's a, it's on my wish list. It's about ten hours. Yeah, ten. Yeah, it's about ten hours from where I live. So I've been up there a few times. It's very pretty. So we should do a take two radio soaping review trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a road <You> trip. <laughs> And do it and do it like a live broadcast of that. That would be really interesting. Like, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. So, okay. You guys ready? There was yeah. a lot going on on these soaps. So there's a lot. The there, there was point Carolyn, you want to do days first? Whatever, uh, whatever you want, um, David. I know the uh, <laughs> Twitter's been blowing up about uh, General General Hospital, so uh, oh let's go Oh my God! There. You want to start yeah, there? Yeah. Let's, sure. let's start in the <laughs> go for shot. Okay, I'm gonna start off with one. I just love Chase to death. I mean, <laughs> I was rooting for him this whole time. I love the whole. Take down of Nell, I could not get enough of that. I mean, that was such a brilliant plan, and it all and it just went down perfectly, except for the one fatal flaw. I'm gonna be a good girl. I'm gonna be a good. I'm gonna be a good soap girl today. <laughs> I I you agree are. with I. Well, I mean, I agree. I, I like the character. I like how they introduced Chase. I like how they connected him to Nell. Um, I even, I did like the, how he did take her down. I just, mm, I, I kind of wish we had a little bit more time to kind of explore that relationship. Just not their relationship, like just to get to know a little bit more, like, even though we had the flashbacks, which is good, soap should do that a lot. Yeah. I felt as though we needed a little bit more. Like I felt like I was, I was like, okay, so what else? What else do we have? Like, hmm, okay, hmm. And then I don't know. I mean, I'm glad they they threw him. Like I said, I'm glad they put him and connected him into that story to be that. Okay, we knew her character was coming down, you know, and getting ready to go. I like how they just inserted him to be a part of that storyline. Yeah. But now, but now, now, now you want to know. Now you know. Now, now you want to know what they're going to do with him. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's the yeah. question that is the next step is, okay, you have him connected to a character already, well, two characters, Finn and now now, and now, okay, what is the next step with this character? What's yeah. the evolution of this character going to be? So I think that's where I'm at right now. Good acting, though. Oh, he can sing. I would. I I have to agree with you there. Um, I would have liked to have seen a little more with him and Nell. Mhm. More background. You're right there. But um. Now Nell Nell is leaving, right? I've been I've been peeking a little bit, David. Oh, I'm <laughs> glad. Uh, yesterday was yeah. her last day, I believe. Oh, oh okay. On the air. Okay. Okay. But okay. she has already left the building before that, so I'm... Yeah. yeah. And, um... I'm I, I hope they bring her back because we know she switched the baby. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? How... And she, <laughs> I, is, she left playing a bereaved mother when she knows she isn't one. She actually switched her baby with Brad oh. and Lucas's because Brad and Lucas's baby died, and fortunately for her, it was before Lucas saw him. But uh, I don't know. I she might come back. Uh, I'm hoping that she comes back, probably just in time. When Michael finds out, I have a hunch. If not before, I can't think of before, but this is going to lay on Brad's mind for a long time. This is the one story that I I, I kind of knew like early in the year with you know having Nell and Maxie pregnant around the same time, and yeah. Brad and Lucas was talking about a baby. You kind of could smell a baby switch storyline going down, going to happen, because General Hospital hasn't done one in, in a while. The only That's thing true. that I, I – I was hoping they would avoid it, and I was hoping that Brad wouldn't make this decision because, first and foremost, I, because me being a daycare teacher and I work with infants, I was like, okay, General Hospital, you're called General Hospital. You could have took this opportunity. I get it. You want the drama. But you could also enlighten people about SIDS, which is Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. Yeah. Because yeah, I believe yeah. that was what the situation with baby Wyatt, Wally, um, had because Brad wrapped the baby too tight. But put aside that, yeah, it was convenient. Yeah, now who didn't have any drugs or anything, you just pop that baby out. I mean, it's a miracle, y'all. It's uh, like, what's the point of having General Hospital when everybody gives birth on the side of the road, in the snow, in the yeah. cabinet? In the woods. In the woods, looking all beautiful, like a little slutty, yeah. a little bloody. There's no blood anywhere else, no umbilical cords, no nothing. It's a miracle. But yet, to have that, that's going to be on his conscience, like, forever. However, I do want to point out, Julian might be the person to figure this out because if you guys remember when he held the baby before the baby died he took pictures 
if that other kid, there's a couple scenarios. First and foremost, you know, like I said to, to somebody, Brad doesn't want to disappoint Lucas, which, you know, anybody out there, you know, if you're in a relationship, you don't want to disappoint your spouse. But at the same time, this is going to be a make, this is going to be the thing that probably, oh God, please, General Hospital, don't do that. Break them up. Because you can't, I don't know, I feel bad for Brad. I do. I do. You know, I, feel, I feel bad for Michael. I feel Michael bad for Michael. A I lot. Yeah. He lost, what was the baby with Sabrina? Teddy? Was that his name? With yeah, I think Carlos. so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's lost that child, he lost Sabrina, and now he lost this child. And he thinks it's his fault. It's not. I feel bad for Chase because he's got... He's, yeah. So everyone's got to come out of this somehow. Mm-hmm. But I give GH credit for making me really appreciate... I mean, I like Chloe. I couldn't stand the character now, but the last couple of episodes, they showed why she she was... The, the the new bad girl of town. They really showed why she was the, the bad girl. I wish they would have done it sooner, but, you know. Yeah, they sound like did. the cousin. <laughs> so. They did. And, and I have to say that Anthony picked, saw a baby switch coming, and he thought it was going to be between Nell and Maxie. Mm-hmm. But I, I was, I, I dropped a little, I said, no, I can't. They wouldn't do that. They did. They did a yeah. baby switch, but they fooled us. They fooled, I think once they had Maxie, because I think a lot of fans were saying if they did this with Maxie and now that some people would be upset. But that's why I was kind of glad that Maxie, you know, had her baby, you know, and they kept it, kept her with her child. But I was like, oh, okay, Brad, Lucas, and Nell. There we go. Like, who else is going to get pregnant? Like, <laughs> like get a third party. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I like, and, and you know what? I what I liked yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Sunny was very understanding with Chase. He could have sat there and blamed, but he didn't. He was, he treated him, Sonny treated Chase with kindness. When he was expecting to get all heck from Sonny and Carly for the loss of the baby, he didn't. And he says, and and he's right, because it's a life lesson that you can't, no matter where you are, you can't prepare for what, for everything. You're always going to mm-hmm. get a surprise in your life, and you have to be prepared to own it. Mm-hmm. And He's even though he was most, yeah, in the most innocent casualty, had to pay for it, and unfortunately, until we find out that Jonah is alive. It's a burden he's going to have to carry with him. Mhm. This 
should be a real interesting storyline, the story arc, I should say. And I hope General Hospital don't stretch it so long like their previous storylines. I think a good six months is a good Mm -hmm. time frame for it. You know, have like a Christmas miracle where something happens that there's a clue and that can usher into the new year. With the story itself, like when Sonny said that, all I kept thinking about was all the babies that Sonny has lost, you know, with Lily Mm -hmm. and, you know, and of course, you know, with Sam. And I was, you know, when Jason and Sam was talking about, you know, that I thought it was a well, but yeah, that scene when Sonny said you have to own it, you know, things happen. And you got to think about where Sonny is in his life right now, too. His father, Morgan. Jason yeah. Drew, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, I applauded DH for that. Yeah, well, it's a good life lesson. Mm-hmm. That's where all the heat's been at on uh, GH. Um, they gave Chloe a good send-off. Yeah, they did. Um, and I... And more drama is on the way with Kiki sexual harassment case. Ooh. And did you see Ava's text? So I didn't see that part because we got some. We got an interruption. <clears throat> you you got an interruption. I got an interruption. Franco texted Ava during the tribal trial and saying that Kiki and Griffin had sex. <laughs> See, I thought it was going to come out in the court like somebody was going to say something like, "Has we have document proof or something. Oh, my. No, as you left it, Griffin has Taken the stand, and that's where they left it. Ooh, okay, I'm not ready for this. I'm not okay. Yes, I am. Tomorrow, was tomorrow, was get that Emmy not girl. Hey, Aaron, get that Emmy not. This is, you know what? The truth of the matter is, I mean, I I give it to General Hospital for doing a Me Too storyline. I got to give it to them. Um, but half of me was like, okay, somehow, some way. The secret of Kiki and Griffin is going to come out, and I hope, and I actually said this, I said to myself, self, please don't let this come out during the court trial, because that, oh, wow. <laughs> All right, GH, come through. Give me that cliffhanger Friday it is. stuff. <laughs> and Scotty's throwing, Scotty is doing his best to throw the case. It's coming. It's going to hit the fan tomorrow. Mm, mm, mm. Told you. These folks have been good. Yep. Like the last couple of episodes, they've been really like, oh my God. Okay. Good old Port Chuck. 
Never disappoint. Never disappoint. Okay. So I guess we'll save the summer of sin for later because I know everybody is just it's the summer of sin. So I guess we can talk about Young and the Restless. Okay. Let me let me just get my my chill yep. in because. Put your chill in. When I say that it got heated on the Young and the Restless, the fallout of Hillary's death, we all mourned the loss of Hillary. God bless her. But, but when you're at a service, the aftermath of it, people tend to talk and feelings, you know, come out. When Shauna told everybody that Lily was the reason for Hillary's accident and resulted in the death. <sighs> oh God. You talk about you talk about classic soap moments. I thought it so that was one. And I'm That's and one. anybody who knows me knows that I was looking for I was I, how I feel about the storyline, but at the same time, how did you guys react to that? Do you think Shauna should have kept her mouth shut? Till after the service. Oh God, I, she's a kid, so what can you expect? Right. And she's impulsive. She's gonna. Kids aren't gonna wait. They. They're gonna do it when they feel it. Exactly. I. I felt like when Sean, first and foremost leading up to it, you had Kane. Now. Here's the thing, like I said earlier about General Hospital. When you're in a when you're in a relationship, you want to protect your spouse. And Kane, yep. knowing that he that Lily was the reason that you know Hillary died, obviously because of the baby dying, which resulted into Hillary's death. Of course, he's going to do what it takes to protect. But at the same time, yeah. you're also telling people to not say anything and to lie that you don't know anything, which is making it ten times worse. With Shauna, I feel as though she felt guilty because, look, like you said, teenagers—they—they're for the yeah. moment. Her and Charlie had raging hormones, and. Shauna feels as though Lily is acting too nice. And I this when I say the storyline is to the point where people are so it's 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 rusting because some people because obviously Lily did run red light and you know once everybody found out the truth at the service you know Phyllis Phyllis went off you know Phyllis was like. Lily and Kane never cared about Hillary. And at that right. time I wanted to say, Phyllis, you didn't care about Paul and Chris, Christina when you hit them, so you know might want to sit down. And Lily is in disbelief because she's like, what? What do you mean? What? I didn't do it. What? And then she found out from Kane, who, you know, he, he said, I, I told him not to tell you. And even though Lily had every right to be mad at Kane and Kane was just doing it, there was one person in the room who was feeling every single emotion, and he went completely off, and that was Devon. He's off the rails. Of course, he's. He's. Of course, he's. He's grieving. Mhm. 
and it, that just added more fuel to his fire. Right. I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, this is a man who in the last couple of months has been slowly rebuilding and reevaluating his life with Hillary and trying to make a life together. You know, Hillary had to learn that, hey, she can't change for anybody. She can make some modifications. But Devon had to be the one to really make that role towards, towards for them to get back together. And, of course, the baby and everything. So, of course, he's, you know, he's happy. He's feeling all these emotions. Like, I have the woman of my dreams, and then I'm going to have a baby. And then all of a sudden, it gets derailed like they were gone. So he hasn't really had a moment to, in my mind, process everything. And then on top of that, you have this reveal. So now he is 110% pissed at Lily. Not so much, like, not so much with the kids, not so much with Kane, even though he, he was mad. But it's at Lily. And, of course, she gave a statement, which... yeah. Lily, sometimes you got to keep your mouth shut, honey. I love you, but sometimes yep. keep your mouth shut. <laughs> she you, how she did gave you? a little more than she should have. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, that tore me up. 20 years for double vehicular homicide. Uh-huh. And this is what's interesting, because this storyline, like I said, a lot of people aren't feeling the fact that they had to kill the character of Hillary. But, like I said, you know, it was a decision. It was made. We need to move a little forward. The thing that's getting me is it, I, I, I kind of want Young and the Russells to go and do it, to, like, have Lily be knocked off of her pedestal for, for, for a moment. Because the reality is, is that even if you did do it intentionally, and what you know, Devon is like, you did this. You never wanted her to be a part of my life. You never wanted us to have a child. You always said that you wanted Hillary away and out of my life where you got your wish. It wasn't like she was doing. But the thing what gets me is, is when Lily, when Lily was in the car, she was responsible for herself, Hillary, the unborn child, and, and her son. Yeah. Her son was in the car. So to me, I feel as though, yeah, 20 years, do I think they're going to give it to her? No, not really. Maybe two years. Because you know it's a soap. <laughs> and it's, it's something we don't know. But yeah, I when Kane was trying to say, well, that's good. Paul is handling, he's our friend. And I'm like, no, Kane, you don't understand. Nope. And like Michael said, Paul Williams is the chief of police. There's no friends here. And I think Kane is scared. He 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 knows what this means. He's afraid. He is afraid. And so is, well, Lily is trying to, I guess, I think she's in denial a little bit too. Because she's, she's constantly trying to really, she's not giving Devon that space. Like, okay, Lily, you need to kind of cut out just a little bit. Like, he, he's mad at you. Like, right now, he doesn't see you as a sister. He doesn't see you. He sees you as the person that killed his unborn child and the the woman that he loves. 
and that is that is the big story right now. This is the umbrella storyline on Young and the Rustless because it's also trickling down to the reunion of Jack and Phyllis. I just got a smile on my face. You think it's heading that way? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, Billy is a I'm gonna be a good I'm gonna be a good soap girl here. He's being a complete douchebag. That's what I'm calling him. Douchebag. Thank goodness. <laughs> I have to be really good. Yep. Yeah. Billy is you know that's pretty much the term tonight for for Billy Abbott. <laughs> he's he's willing and dealing and this is why I like, you know, I kinda saw this coming that Billy was gonna revert back to his old self. He's never wanted to be responsible for Jabot. He never, if you really think about it, he, he's trying to really put a stamp of his own on that company. Is it a good right. stamp? <laughs> oh, well, time will tell. Focused, right. What he really should be focusing on is Phyllis. Because Phyllis is getting major attention from Nick, Jack, and Billy. Wow. It must be good to be Phyllis. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then of course you got Summer. Summer, who just mm-hmm. wants to take it away. <laughs> My head's gonna hurt when I talk about her for a minute. But the thing is, <laughs> is that she's trying to she's trying to snoop and try to figure out because how in a weak moment of being seduced, he blabbed of course, to Summer and saying, Phyllis has somebody over her house. So now Summer is like, okay, who was it? And she thinks it's Jack. So Summer is kind of having a, a hand in the reunion. Did, did you guys like Jack and Phyllis when they were together, or you think they should be apart? Jack and Phyllis? Yes. I like them together, yes. Okay. I I did like them together. I mean, back when she woke up out of her coma, yeah, I was rooting for them. Um, mm-hmm. I was taken aback when she uh, she had the affair with Billy. Um, and that had its repercussions, and and it's still going on. But I think. But it is. Summer's got the wrong idea. She's got the wrong man. Mm-hmm. She thinks it. She thinks it was Jack that was there, but that we know who it, we know who it was. Mm-hmm. But but she, in a way, she is fueling Jack's fire. Yeah. I just. Hmm. I mean, I, I do, I do see them getting back together. I do. I, I did. I always liked Phyllis and Jack. I did like Jack. I did like Phyllis and Billy for a minute, but when they kind of took away Phyllis's characteristic, you know, of her, like Summer's acting more like Phyllis than Phyllis is acting like Phyllis. Yes. So that. to me, that's like, yeah. And Jack is acting like, well, Jack, <laughs> smiling Jack a little bit. So you have that happening. And finally, I guess, I mean, uh, 
the other situation is, well, pretty much the big story on, on Young and Rouses is the whole, you know, what's going to happen to Lily. Will she get 20 years? Will Devon and Lily's relationship be the same? Not really. No. No. Well, <laughs> you know, what will happen next? And I think a lot of people are are trying to figure that out. Like what's gonna what's gonna happen next? But I see it was, it was, maybe oh a suicide attempt. Hmm. I'm. I mean, I can, the thing is, is that you can see that. I can see it. I can. I I feel it, but I don't know how far away. I mean, she don't. If she gets those 20 years, if they actually do sentence her for that, even though it's her first offense, uh, they might keep her in jail a while, but... I mean, like I said, I think... They should. I mean, here's the the reality is, is Lily was responsible for two deaths. Okay, you yeah. can't spin it any kind of way. Did she mean to do it? No. Should she kept her no. eyes on the road? Yes. Yeah, she should have kept her eyes on the road because her son was in the car. So again, that's why I said, like, to me, this story has so many people like saying, well, Lily didn't mean it, but at the same time, you know, she was responsible, and Hillary shouldn't have been doing all this, and Shauna, you know. I, I give it to Young and Rossless for doing this story because it's also making some people forget about the JT situation. <laughs> so I think with Lily, they should give her some time in jail. I think Kane might go off the deep end and do something. And I want the children to be affected. I want this to kind of play out in a way like back in the day when when we had Lily and Daniel going around and Phyllis and Nick and Drew yep. and them was like, I kind of want in a way maybe Lily can run away, not run away but just leave town or something with Kane, and just going to run even though that's gonna make it even worse. That'll make it worse know. for the kids. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. It it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. Yeah, it breaks my heart to see this because, like, I look at Devon and I'm like, man, you lost everything. And Lily, as many times as her and Kane has been through the Richter, they still have a family. And Neil, like Neil said, he knows where Devon is coming from. But he also has to remember they're all family. But sometimes that's not going to help. Yeah, he's completely torn. So that's what's happening in the GC on the Young and the Ross list. So that's Young and the Ross list. Yep. So again, let's see. Bold and beautiful. Okay. You don't have Bold and the Beautiful. Um, Carolyn, yeah. you with us? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm taking it all in. She's, she's waiting. She's getting the tan, and she's getting ready for the summer of sin. 
Yeah, it was about 98 <laughs> degrees here today. <laughs> See? Sinful. <Yeah. laughs> so, with Bone Beautiful, so, okay, for Bone the Beautiful, what do we have? Oh. We have a, a surprise. Mm. Ooh. I was surprised yeah. and I was, I was so pleased. They actually did something right, I think. <laughs> Steffi chose herself after all Yay. of that. Mark that mark that date down, everybody. Last Wednesday. <laughs> Get your pen out, Carolyn. It was Okay. It was Independence Day for Stephanie. What is Stephanie's middle name? We're gonna just say Taylor. I don't know. That's a real um, name. Forrester. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, Stephanie Taylor Forrester. She said, I don't need a man. I have to do right by me and my daughter. And she needs to change that daughter's name to Phoebe, I'm just saying. Um, And she needs to take care of the company. And she is going to do this on her own. And if somebody wants her and wants to fight for her, that's fine. If she wants to be by herself, that's okay. Can I just say, as a soul viewer, I was I stood up. I was like, "Thank you, Hallelujah!" Yeah, I was standing up with you. Yeah, they needed to do this. I I think they. I I don't know if they were listening to us. I don't know, but they that scene was perhaps one of the. I'm going to just say it. One of the best moments this year. So of having her be independent. Will it last? I don't know. (laughs) And I loved, didn't you love it, the scene where the three of them were together and they said, we're beyond that. I I said, because she says, I've seen what it was like as a child between Mm -hmm. my father and Taylor, my father and my mother and Brooke, and I don't want to do that for my kids. Let's all three of us rise above it. No, wait, I take that back. Not the three of us, the five of us. The five of us. I, as a, go ahead. It was a milestone. It sounds like it was a milestone. Oh, yeah. Much needed one. yeah. It was a breath of fresh air for her to say that because I think for the last, if you've been a viewer of Bone and Beautiful for the last 30 years, you know that the show has always had triangles. And that's why you're, if you if you got an A in math, it's because of Bone and Beautiful. Um, anyway, um, the thing <laughs> is, is that over the 30 years, like, you know, even Bill said it like a couple of weeks ago to Stuffy, is like, do you want to be like your mother and be waiting for, you know, the man to come back? 30-something years, go back between another woman and you. Like, you're better than that. So, in a way, Bill kind of put, did say that, too. But I think for the last five years, it's just been for us fans. It's like, okay, Steffi, Liam, Liam, Hope, Hope, Liam, Steffi, oh, Liam. And it's like, okay, ping pong, ping pong, ping pong. That If they don't have the guys, to, and, and the thing is, these are soaps. And, you know, the women are watching this. So I was waiting for either or Steffi or Hope 
because Stephanie has a child and Hope has a child in a way to kind of say that line. So, yeah, it was surprised. I was stunned when Stephanie said all that. I was completely stunned. I was. I was floored. It was just... I, it was Carolyn, you have, you have, you have to watch that moment, Carolyn. I will send you the clip. <laughs> well, I used to watch um, Bold and the Beautiful. Like I remember the first week it it, it aired, going way way back. <laughs> so you're right. They, they've always had the uh, triangles. So it's time. Mm-hmm. These are the younger ones, and it's time to to make a move in a different direction, break the mold. It was like the last 30 years was just uplifted. It was like, like the, like in all honesty, I think because like you said, I, I mean, I remember Caroline Ridge and Brooke. I remember Brooke Taylor Ridge. I remember, yep. I remember state, you know, Thorne, Macy and such and such and all these triangles. And I've always said what worked for that was that you had the two women, they had their own lives. And, yes, the man, you know, thought he was just like everybody's like cup of tea, but he had his own life, and it wasn't like, okay, five minutes, wait for me, ten minutes, wait for me, Monday you're with this person, Wednesday you're with this person, and then Friday you're getting married to this person. And (laughs) I think they tried, obviously, the last five years with Steffi, Liam, and Hope, they were trying to redo what worked 30-something years ago, but – you can't duplicate greatness like that. No, so, no. Yeah. When when Steffi said, you know, to them saying, I've seen it, and I felt like saying to Hope, I was like, Hope, you've seen it too. And you also seen it with your mother and your sister. Please. I just felt like throwing something at Hope, like, girl, get a clue. Get a clue. Liam, leave Liam. Leave him. You can do so better than Time for some yeah, it's time time for some strong strong women again. <laughs> Carter. Oh, sorry. Carter. On a Carter yep. kick. Carter. Carter and Steffi. Carter and Hope. I would have said Maybe Wyatt. Maybe we'll see what we can do with Steffi without a man. I would enjoy that to see a soap actually have somebody just be career focused and just you know. Just concentrate on her child, because I think was it today or yesterday when Liam made that that statement saying you were so concerned about your granddaughter that you haven't even thought about your son. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Like you haven't talked about Will in a, in a minute. <laughs> it's true. But it, but yeah. it was a breath of fresh air. And a surprise I, for the fans. Yeah. yeah a little I even spark. Liked, a spark. <laughs> yeah, I even liked the part. I don't know if anybody even noticed when Steffi left out the door after she said that to Bill. She kind of, you know, um, re, you know, she took a deep breath and she released it. And I thought that was yep. the ultimate, like, breath of fresh air. Like, <sighs> like new start, new life. 
I hope we get more of that. Yeah. I hope they don't backpedal, though. Like, if Liam and, and Hope are getting married, I don't want Stuffy to try to ruin it or sabotage it. I know. I don't either. So are we ready for... This are summer, we ready for days? The summer of sin. The the summer of summer. Carolyn, I have a surprise for you. Hold on. Oh, are you ready for days? Yes, yeah. I have a surprise for you. <laughs> Hi, Demi. Hello. How are Hello. you? Carolyn, Where it's your friend Demi from Florida. Oh, Demi, how are you? I'm <laughs> oh, good, how are you? She's good, been listening good. all this time. Oh, has she? Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah. I'm listening and sitting at the same time. <laughs> We're about... Patient. I thought I'd bring Patient. you in on our day's talk, Demi. Thank you. <laughs> so what's, so what's what the most guys? exciting... What's the most exciting part of days that you uh, that you like? Um, pretty much everything. I just don't like how uh, Gabby switched the test results, and she made it as Stefan to be the father, which is really Chad. Um, and I think. As much as I love Hope, which is Christian Afonso, I think she needs to give Mr. Ben um, credit, you know, like, you know, just be nice to him because he he didn't start the fire. It's somebody else that started it, in my own opinion. I don't know. Um, I love how Eric Brady proposed to Jennifer, but she's feeling guilty that she's keeping a secret from him. So it's pretty much everything. That's that's what I think. David, have you been Will watching Will that secret Dave? come out? Oh, what? It <laughs> will it come will out? It has to. Will it come out in October <laughs> when Nicole uh, airs? Yeah. I think yeah. I got to go I, with my, so my day's girl, Candace. Are we due for Nicole in October? We're due for in October. Oh, boy. Fall sweet again. <laughs> Boom. The sparks, the sparks will be flying. <laughs> we just got to get through the summer. We got to get through September. And then days yes. of our lives will be falling into place like <laughs> Ooh, I can't, all these returns, all the returns for this is just like, come on, come on, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I also heard yep. that Sammy, Sammy might be coming back with a baby. Yep. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> Man. Oh, Wait, boy. this I has been my thing. That. Yeah, I, I, I heard that too. It's and then that is stay a rumor. It's, yeah, we talked. We I talked about that months ago. Yeah, Candace doesn't want that, but I, I think no. that I, 
don't want to either, but um, there's a, there was, I think there was a small video that Christian Afonso posted on her Instagram that her, between her and Allison, they were acting out a scene with each other, how they were, like, smacking each other, because I guess that's going to be part of the scene when Allison comes back. And I saw that on Christian Afonso's Instagram. I'm like, oh, boy. I'm like, okay. I'm oh. like, I'm like yeah. <laughs> I saw that, I'm too. Like, okay, and I'm, it better, there better not be no race babies. There better be no... No, I no, I will seriously do a. I will seriously, I will not watch those scenes. I will watch everything else on that show. But if you're gonna run, 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 and shut. I know y'all listen to this the show too. No, no baby. The only baby Sammy needs to have is her grown kids. Coming in and saying we stay in the Salem or say that EJ and her hooked up in Europe and it's EJ's baby. Oh. You better not oh, say yeah. Ray. Oh my gosh. They're going to do I a race baby. I love that too. Oh, oh my gosh. But I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> I mean, how come, how come she didn't really respond to uh, Deidre's Hall's uh, Marlena Evans' um, calls? You know, because you know how. Drake and right. Deidre are planning the wedding, and they want Allison Sweeney, a.k.a. Sammy Brady, to come, you know, and she hasn't responded back. So that could be maybe she's taking care of the baby? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, love, I, love, I love Christian Alfonso. She's, she's the best. She's even better than Allison Sweeney, Sweeney. And, I, you know, but I think I mean, that would probably wake up Christian Alfonso if if Allison Sweeney does come back on dates with a baby. So Christian Alfonso could wake up and say, Wait a second, you're not you're <laughs> not coming back you're not coming back here to take my man. You know, Galen, you know, Rafe is my man. Yeah, I think she's gonna she's gonna that's gonna wake her up and say, Okay, you know what? I I better get him back. Like I have to and that's 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 gonna be the scene where they're gonna be physical. Like Christian's gonna stop her. They're gonna yeah. They're gonna stop each other. That's that's gonna bring that's gonna bring good things to the audience. I think. I don't know. I mean, two great actresses. I don't know. I I don't know. Like I could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean you know I want to see like I've I've seen the I've seen the rumors and I've heard the rumors that you know Sammy's gonna come back. Obviously, the, the, you know we all know that Rafe and Sammy has sex. We all know what that sometimes of course, up. Of yeah. course. And but the they, were thing is, is that, they were on the break. They were on the break. Thank you. <laughs> they pulled a race of Rachel and Ross, yeah. But the thing <laughs> is, is that, I mean, as much as everybody has said race needs to be a father and should be a father, and I get it. He, you know, he, he, he does great with kids. But no. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, because of Sammy, I'm not thinking about this. Like, this is like my biggest puppy. I mean, but I love Sammy Brady. She, you know, she can come in like a hurricane. But no, no baby, no baby, no baby. Please, please no baby, no racist Sammy baby. No, please, please. I don't take anybody else. But no. I mean, like I said, maybe that's gonna wake up hope and realize, hey, you know what? This is the time that I'm gonna fight for my man. I'm gonna, you know. I don't know. I mean, 
they good. need to do something to shake them up. They do need to do something to shake no. up, you know, yeah. Yeah. a more. I mean, they yeah, are they need to, they need to get, yeah, they need to give Rafe a break. <laughs> is what they need to do. And no baby. Oh, jeez. But, yeah, but Hope should have a baby. have a baby. Rafe and Hope should have a baby. Who cares how old she is in this show? It's a, it's a show. <laughs> they, could have, they could have babies no. in a soap. I mean, come on. If if um, if Sammy could have a baby with anybody, Hope could have a baby with Rafe. I mean, they'll make you babies. I don't know. I'm hoping for that, too. So, I mean, <laughs> anything can happen, I guess. Father. Anything is possible, I guess. Anything is possible. <laughs> So so back back to back to babies. Did everyone see the the scene yesterday with um, Stefan and and Abigail? Yeah. The baby was. Yes. Oh. Yes. I, I think <sighs> Abigail. I think Abigail needs to go back to the hospital and retake the test because since Gabby switched the test results, because as far as it is, Chad's baby, but she was in the office with um. Um, the other doctor, Steve. Uh, oh my God, I can't. Kayla, Doctor Doctor Evans, Kayla, Kayla Brady. Right. She was in the office with her, then she left, and then Gabby opened opened the results, and she saw that it was it was Chad's baby, and she switched the results. So I'm thinking they need to go back to the hospital, redo the test. Because it's really Chad's baby. It's not Stefan. It's not. Well, it's. <laughs> oh, maybe 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 oh my goodness. And I mean, because uh... <laughs> it is Chad's baby. You know, it's just, you know, Gabby just wants to get back at Abigail for what she, what her personality did to her, you know. And I think that's wrong. But that's all going to catch well, up and to I her think she, And I think she, yeah, she wants, and I think she wants to get back with, uh, with Chad. So there's, there's a lot of dynamics well, that's there. that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't think, no way. I don't think it's well, what's necessary that, what's her getting rumor, back what's at Chad. What's the rumor that he's leaving? Yeah, he is yeah, leaving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, it got confirmed last night after weeks of rumors online. Um, yep, that yep. Uh, Billy Flynn is leaving. Days of our lives. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's leaving. Are they, yeah. they going to oh. replace him? They, well, here's the thing. We all know that Marcy Miller, who, who's currently on right now as Abby, she left the show. And that right. um, Kate Mancy, and that Kate Mancy came, is, is back. Coming. She's filming to, to right. you know, do Abby. But what they said about oh. Kate was, it was only a short term for Abby, of her playing the role right. of Abby. So right. well, maybe, like, oh, maybe the two of them. Yeah, maybe the two of them. They're gonna probably. Going to yeah, but leave. what's the mystery? Yeah. The mystery is is like maybe what two months ago, Billy said uh-huh. he wasn't leaving Days of Our Lives. That he right. had signed, mm. I guess, a new contract. So right, there's. Some mystery. There's a mystery, and we got to get Scooby Doo on the case um, to figure this <laughs> out because there are a couple. There are a couple of alternatives about why. Why? 
Right. One is the Why? after the 13-week cycle, they have that option to let them go. Mm-hmm. Well, oh. maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't like the direction. Maybe he didn't like the direction that it was going to go. The fans love. Um, oh. Um, <laughs> they love Chad, Chad and Abby. They, they they just go crazy. Yeah. So I think bringing yeah. um, um, Kate Massey back is I I don't know. I can't see that. Work. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. I can't yeah. see it, it working. It's just flipping back and forth. I think is it is I, it just Billy Flynn leaving or the character? Mm. They're saying Billy. They're saying Billy Flynn is leaving. Yeah. All we know is that so he, you think I don't he might know replace what, him. You might replace. I mean, him? I, I don't think. Th- Here's the thing: if we're not going to have Abby, you know, yeah. things could change. If they're not going to have Abby, then I guess it would kind of make sense to not have Chad. Well, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like have them go off, and then maybe down the line, maybe return. Um. <sighs> I mean, I don't. Mm, I'm gonna get in trouble for saying this, but I, I, <laughs> I don't just know what you're think. About something. <laughs> they, well, no, I'm just, I'm just thinking about the fact that story-wise, there's, you know how every so sometimes it's supposed to rotate like to different people and stuff. I think with the Chad right. and Abby storyline, it is kind of hitting that that point where it's like, okay, we have the baby switch story, and like you said, I agree. I think Abby should go to a, to another clinic and get a result because at the, it, it, two things is going to happen. Abby's going to leave thinking that that child is, is not Chad or they right. go off together. But it's also the time frame because if if they they take six months ahead, so Kate's already there and the announcement. We don't know when Billy his final, you know. It's, so yeah, there's some Fair mystery date. with that storyline though. But I'm gonna miss him. I think he's a fabulous. I know he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He's terrific. And 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 uh, the thing is, a few people know now. Kate knows uh, what to Gabby's done. So there's Gabby. Yeah. And there's who and wow. someone else knows the truth. Who else? I think Doctor. Dr. Brady, because she had the result in her on top of her desk, mm. and then well, the, but this, it, it's, 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 they're gonna they're gonna play it for a while, and it's it's gonna come out, but it's it's gonna come out, <laughs> and Gabby's gonna Gabby's gonna go back to jail for doing that. And then it's not, not looking good for Gabby. No, and then Kate is going to go down too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kate <laughs> helping her. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love this stuff. This stuff is full of, full of action. I mean, I, I never, I never had a chance to watch the other stuff. I mean, Jim Ohasa mm-hmm. used to watch it like in the nineties and then when everybody left I stopped watching it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I was keeping quiet when you guys were talking about the other soap because <laughs> I didn't really know much. Well, I don't want to say anything to make, me look, to make me look stupid. So I was just listening, <laughs> catching up. 
on the other soap. So I'm like, okay, this is what's going on on the other soap now. Like, you'll have to, you'll have to start, you'll have to start watching them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. When I passed my first subject on my entrance exam, I'll start watching them. There you go. <laughs> I wish I could ask questions about the soap. <laughs> She's crunching the book. She's crunching the book. I'm crunching. I'm. I'm. I, yeah. I don't. I don't sleep till like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> I still. I still have time to watch days only. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm. I'm time to watch days. <clears throat> so are we waiting? Are we excited about the wedding? Um, yes. Oh, no, well, um, <laughs> um, I'm going to say yes. No, because. No, I'm not. No, I'm going to say <laughs> yes because if this is, this is, you this is hear soap 101. Because you want to hear okay, no, thing, right? See, I'm gonna, see here, wait, no, because here's the thing. I can, I'm a good soap viewer that I can block it out and actually have, <laughs> like, the original theme of, to, of their wedding. Yeah, playing in my yeah. head. So yeah, I can okay. I can I can see her. I can see Claire, but I can hear the, the song like I always. I can I can do that. I can I can turn her out. What I <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy it because I never saw the first. I never saw the first one. I I mean I've seen it like on YouTube, but just to be in that moment, I think that's a good soap moment for the show. Right. Is that their iconic, you know, couple, you know, thirty something years later are gonna renew their vows. And not only that, but you're going to have Hope there. You're going to have Abe there. Uh-huh. Like, you're going to have the iconic characters that has made Days of Our Lives what it is today. You're going to have, exactly. you know, um, Steve and, and Kayla, which is kind of also going to be a tearjerker because this is our even yeah, because we're losing Steve. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, we're losing Steve, too. Yeah, so but, it's kind of like, and then you're going to have, you know, Hurricane Sammy coming like I'm not pregnant and then Sammy's and you gotta have a Sammy's gonna come in with a baby in her arms. Yeah. Am I too late? Am I too late? Oh wait, that was the wrong show. Hold up. She's gonna interrupt the wedding. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, Mom, I'm so late. I just think that everybody's gonna be everybody's gonna look at Sammy. If, yep. if Ron well, we do have... does that, <laughs> what? Oh, okay. we'll see what happens. We'll see. But we do have a guest coming. We do know. Oh. Okay. All right. Kristen's going to be coming. Yeah. Ooh. Kristen Demira. Oh, she's all coming, right. She's coming back, she's back Susan. too. Susan, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that. Oh. It's going to be all funny as Susan. <laughs> she's funny as Susan. It's... Let me tell you. Yeah. 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 And it's not Eileen. Nope. Oh. Oh. No. Okay. It's not Eileen Davidson playing her, no. Oh, I thought it was because she played her so well. 
No, okay. Her name, okay. oh God. Maybe. Candace. Stacy. <laughs> Stacy, it's, oh God. I, I always get her name. The name, name is, her, the name is escaping me right now, so I can't. Yeah, Stacy. I want to say Hudak, but I know I'm probably saying it wrong. But for for soap viewers, especially the young and the restless, she played Patty, Patty Williams, Patty Cakes, with Mr. Kitty. And yesterday was National Kitty Day, so you know, shout out to all the <laughs> Kitty lovers on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but she played Patty on uh, Young and the Restless, and she will be taking over the role of the other deranged woman. So yeah, so Eileen Davidson. Like, that was the shock is, you know, when they announced that she was leaving Young and the Russells, a lot of people thought she was coming over the days of our lives. And that is yeah. not oh, the really? case. So, they're going to have a so new I, ex. Wait, I mean, I mean, Davidson is leaving the Young and the Russells? Yeah, she's gone. Yeah. She's yeah. Yeah, Eileen, Eileen, oh, wow. her final air date. Yeah, that was the oh. same day that we said, oh, Stephen Nichols was leaving. It was like... <laughs> Like, yeah, I, didn't, I don't even watch the Young Arrestors. I'm sorry. I should start watching that too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Eileen Davidson is just coming back on days as Kristen Demera. No, no, Susan. Not, no, well, no, no. Well, no. The, the part of Susan is coming back, but not, not Eileen. Not, She's not going to play right, her this time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. She's going to come back as Kristen Demera. Oh boy! Yeah, that's another yeah. that's another problem for Brady. Another one of his exes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna have yeah, Brady's gonna have a tough time. Brady's gonna have a real tough time now. Yeah. No. Well, no, he doesn't need a baby either. <laughs> no. No. Wait a second. Nicole might have a baby with Eric Brady, a miracle uh, angel baby. You never know. No. Yeah, no. 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 <laughs> I actually, I actually want, I actually did say this. I was like, I don't want Sammy to be the one with the child. I want Nicole to be the with with child with Eric. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. This, 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 okay. This, yeah. yeah. And then, Brady, not so much. Brady needs to go to med school and get a brain. He needs to learn how to get a brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh God! Well, guys, oh we God. gotta we have to wrap. We yep. have to wrap it's up. Gonna... Yep. yep. And Carolyn, oh, you have been brave to withstand <laughs> all four. <laughs> Thank you, David. Well, I I've been pe- peeking on uh, Twitter and a little bit on the TV, so I'm I'm easing in. I'm easing in. General Hospital. I told you I knew that there was a firestorm the last couple of weeks. I've been following. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And if you need a brief summary, you know, you can contact one of us on social media. We'll be glad to help okay. you. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm the like, we'll be I'll glad to help you. Okay. Yeah. I'll even, I'll even, if, and, and hey, I'll even act out a few scenes from the last 20 years if you, if you need me to. I can, I can do it all. Crying and, and everything okay. else. So, I'll, yeah. I'll keep Sounds you guys good. in mind about that. Yeah, where's my Emmy um, at? That's what I need. Oh. <laughs> okay, David. So, wrap it up. So on Let's our hear. next so 
we will be back on two weeks from today, which is what night? Sixteenth, twenty third. Twenty twenty third. August twenty third. Okay. August twenty third. Okay. Dishing on the soaps. Dishing on We're the gonna soap. dish on the soaps. Hopefully Anthony uh-huh. will return in time. I hope and he's okay. We'll pray everything's okay. Is he still at camp? Or do you know? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, he's at camp throughout we'll August. Okay, well we'll yeah. forgive him. <laughs> yeah. And send and definitely sending out love and prayers and get well soon wishes to Pam. Mwah, 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 mwah. I know. Yes, Pam. Yeah, feel, better. feel better. Yeah, and let's better. hear it for Candace for taking oh. the lead oh, the interview. The lead. You did a great job. Thank you. You did a great, you did a great job. Yes. Thank, you. Thank you. I couldn't do it without you guys. You guys, like I said, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna sail the ship and like be like the Titanic. I wasn't gonna be responsible for that. <laughs> <laughs> We held, we held our own in the dinghy. We held our own in the dinghy. <laughs> yeah, held your own. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, we want to thank Michael Swan for joining us tonight. And make sure you yeah. guys watch Hilton Head Island on Pure Flix. You know, go to pureflix.com. And he said he's on Instagram, right, as Swan yep, Actor? As Swan Actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, yeah, then I show up and, and be on the lookout for a book. Yeah, sounds book. sounds wonderful. Love books. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys for Book great, Lovers Day. Have a great weekend. Oh, there yes, you sir. go. Bye, oh, everybody. Have a weekend. Yes. Yes. You too. Have a great thank weekend, you. everybody. And Demi, thank you for calling in. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you very much. That's sweet. Yeah. No, no problem. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Okay. You too. Okay. Bye for now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. And good night, everybody. See you on the 23rd. 23rd. Get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take2Radio.com.